Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 5. Beginning in verse 1, we read, They came to the other side of the sea and to the country of the Gadarenes. Chapter 5 of the Gospel of Mark is the chapter for the incurable. We have herein a demonic man, a terminally ill woman, and a dead girl. It is a chapter for those who aren't convinced yet by the power to calm the wind and the waves that we read back in chapter 4. Note the language of the text. They came to the other side. Just as Jesus said back in verse 35 of chapter 4, he said, let's go over. And despite the rough passage, the journey was completed just as Jesus had said, thus proving that the words of Christ are sure. Ezekiel 12.25 promises us, For I am the Lord. I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed, for in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Verse 2 of our text, we read, When he came out of the boat, immediately a man with an unclean spirit met him of the tombs. So from the mountaintop to the valley in just a moment, victory was still on their lips when now into the grip of yet another attack. Now here was a man that was literally living his life amongst the dead. Sound familiar? I wonder how many people that we cross paths with every day are living amongst the dead. Ephesians 2.1 speaks of this, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. And 1 Timothy 5.6, But she lives in pleasure, is dead while she lives. Verse 3 of our text, He lives in the tombs, he lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chains because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Nobody had the strength to tame him. Always, night and day, in the tombs and in the mountains, he was crying out and cutting himself with stones. Note the language. No one could bind him, not even with chains. I think much like the society in which we live today, this man was without restraint. He was out of control. Everything that was used in an attempt to restrain him was cast aside effortlessly. Today we could look to our government and its multitude of laws or the morals of society. Neither of these things seem to restrain mankind in the least. In our perceived freedom, we notoriously fail to find the happiness that we thought was waiting as a prize at the end of the road. Instead, we can so often be found crying out as this man, crying out without restraint and without peace, 
just slowly killing oneself with our own self-destructive tendencies. Verse 7, When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and bowed down to him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, you son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, don't torment me. Like a starving man, this fella ran to Jesus towards the only one who held the answers. He falls to his knees in the most sincere worship of his life. It's obviously he is seeking freedom, except he is not yet free. In fact, it seems he is controlled by another power, which has proven even stronger than he is. Now he is consumed with something to which he believed he was immune. He was afraid. Verse 8, For he said to him, Come out of this man, you unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is your name? And he said to him, My name is Legion, for we are many. Note that there was no 12-step program found here. Just one step. Jesus didn't counsel the man. He healed him. For ultimately, it is not reformation that we need, but rather resurrection. For this man was possessed by many demons. He was completely conquered by the multitude of sin. In our unbridled desire to embrace what we think is freedom and self-determination, we only find ourselves in bondage to our fleshly passions, literally imprisoned by that which we thought would set us free. Verse 10, He begged him much that he would not send them away out of the country. And now on the mountainside there was a great herd of pigs feeding. All the demons begged him, saying, Send us into the pigs, that we may enter into them. At once Jesus gave them permission. The unclean spirits came out and entered into the pigs. The herd of about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and they were drowned in the sea. I find it interesting that these demons would rather live in a bunch of pigs than be without a body to possess. And yet the pigs, well, they would rather be dead than house the demons in their midst. What does that say about mankind? Even pigs seem to be smarter than we are at times. Notice that 2,000 pigs couldn't contain the demons that possessed this one man. 2,000 demons. How did things get so out of hand for this guy? No doubt his desire for the flesh started out seemingly innocent in his own eyes. It always does for all of us. A small indiscretion here and there. No harm done. But in the end, he was consumed by Satan. One of the starkest realities of life is to come to the understanding that man, left to himself, will naturally wax worse and worse by the day. 
a little accommodation here and a little compromise there. And in the end, we find ourselves living our lives amongst the dead and in bondage to that which we thought we wanted. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Mm-hmm.